I don't know why I'm doing this talking thing because you don't want to hear me. I say this every time and I just, I ramble, but I do want to, I do want to, before I bring Elias on, I do want to thank um, a spike media right here. Look at those. Those are beautiful. I appreciate that. They sent this over. I got this today. Um, Ace, I'm going to send you over some of my stickers. Don't know what you're going to do with them. You could throw them out. Don't put them on your refrigerator like I did. Your wives or girlfriends will be very unhappy with you. Um, also, I'm representing today. I just got it in the mail. Women's Mountain Bike Network and Dirt Life. Just want to throw that out there in case you guys need a t-shirt you know they're really comfortable and they're nice enough about me let's bring on who you want to see ladies and gentlemen elias mr venicava mtb hey what's going you, on now am i saying that right it's elias it's elias yeah a lot of people see it and they say elias um oh. but it's elias yeah oh, okay it's i didn't want to i don't want to messing it up no 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 you're good and I, I, res I respond to Elias as well. I respond to a lot of, a lot of other <laughs> things as well. <laughs> I love, first, I want to first off, you got a, you got a wonderful haircut there. Usually you, you, you got this quaff. Dude, I, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to be on, on mountain bike Q&A. I got to, I got to like spruce it up. Right. And so I go to the barber Stop and it. they like turn the seat around. And he's just like going, going. He's like, what do you want? I kind of want it like this. And I can't see what he's doing, right? Till the very end. And then like they swivel the chair around to kind of like, it's like the big reveal. And so they turn you around. Then you see the mirror. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Trim means something different to you. Yeah, you got to be you got to be pretty specific. I was oh, like, wow, I don't know if this is going to grow back, man. I'm getting a little thin on top. No, don't. Not in front of me. Not on my watch, mister. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Over, let, let, before we start, let's say, let's say hi. We got Trail Monster in the house. Hi, all. Trail Monster, what's up, man? Mega Anime Clan. That's my son. Oh, who's, who's that? My son, Elijah, Mega Anime Clan. He's our 13-year-old. He's the oldest. And uh, Valencia Cuber is our oldest daughter um i was i mentioned to you i have we have a son and three girls so we have a busy household and i asked you if you owned a tv when you told me that <laughs> are we got twins or are you just no man no twins we've got 13 9 8 and a five-year-old wow well they're yeah. spread out pretty good yeah yeah there was a good spread so between elijah and olivia those are the two oldest um, April, my wife, she went back to school, um, to get, to get her master's. And so that was like the biggest spread because she was, she was kind of busy. So, <laughs> but after that, it was just kind of open season. <laughs> Adam mock, such a, such an incredible human being. Oh my gosh. Really? Like he likes us and, and seriously. Okay. I'm a, I, there's a certain point where I'm going to have to stop with the Adam mock thing. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm kidding. No. But he created all this. Look at how beautiful my new background I is. No. Am my I the new... first one on this new background? No, no. Oh, well on this one. Yes. Yes. This one. Yes. The first time this was on there, there was a little bit of a mistake in it. Oh really? I didn't. Yeah. It. But no, no, that's what, and that's what I thought was great about it. 
what about this kid, this Mr. Uncaged? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uncaged MTB, what's going on? Look at that, Mick, mountain bike Nick, 316, looking fresh. Thank you. Oh, you're talking about that hair. It's a little cold. No, but yeah, Adam Mock, I don't know if you know that he did He did the uh, the flyer for the group ride uh, on the 18th. The flyer that went out, I think it was last week. We um, put that out into the wild. And I just was so like blown away with, you know, I, I kind of just said, hey, are you, I would love for you to be involved. And he's like, hey, send me some info. Send me some logos of who's involved. And then he just is like, bam. And I was like, oh my gosh, this looks so cool. And I couldn't, it was so hard because, so he sent me the logo, he sent me the flyer and I had it for a couple of days, but we were waiting on a couple of, um, a couple of people to get back to me, to let me know whether they were in or they were out. Yeah. And so I was sitting on this thing, man. And I just like, I just wanted to put it out there. Right. And I couldn't <laughs> because I needed confirmation from like farmer boys and I think spoke X and there was a few others that I wasn't quite sure of yet. And so I had to wait and oh man, I, it was just, it was so tough for me. I'm, I'm very impatient. Like when I, when I have something in my hands that needs to be released, I just, I want to do it. You're like, gotta get it. Gotta get it. Gotta get it out there. It was Look hard. This, dude. We got, dude, you're so, you're so huge. We got Finland in the house right now. Finland? Who we yeah, got? Fractured rider, Finland. It's like yesterday there. <laughs> Dan from Trails and Ales saying what's going on cheers brother Trails and Ales he's, he's got yeah, a South Florida rider Trail got, yeah, yeah I, I, I know Joey Yates is on key. Joey uh, someone better give you one of my stickers by the way I sent out some stickers now we didn't have a lot of time beforehand but but uh, Elias I there's this commenting thing that goes on I try to get to that, but I will always stay focused on you. You are the, my main priority tonight. No problem, man. I know this is this is a, a a juggling act, and you do it so well. No, I'm I'm I have so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got who we, we got we got Run Bike in. Mike here, Mike Mitchell. What's going on, brother? Run Bike Mike. Okay, okay. Here we go. What's this? What is this here? Your trails are amazing, Valencia Cuber. Oh, <laughs> well, she should know. She was one of the builders. And Trail Pimp, always Trail Pimp. What's your name? I yeah. hate to ask it like that, but no, thank you, because I love Trail Pimp. And uh, he's such a supporter of all of us. It's disturbing, and I love yes. it. And let me tell you that when I first decided to do the whole Venikava Nation thing, I was a little nervous about it I, I just didn't know how people would if they would kind of accept it and run with it um i was like is this a little too pretentious but like you know adam has the flock and um other people like uh tony has his outsiders and i'm like man i gotta come up with something like that i because every time i started a video i was just like you know what's going on guys or something like that and i thought you know what about venikava nation and i thought i don't know and, and i just tried it and like trail pimp like was on board day one so like trail pimp is the venikava nation um uh what do they what do they call the leader of our nation the uh not master in chief the uh president yeah but what what do they call him he's the come on people commander in chief the commit yes oh trail, man trail it's pimp. been a long day for both of us i guess <laughs> 
<laughs> Chill Crip is the commander in chief of Venikava Nation, man. He just so, is it pronounced Medi? Medi? Yeah, his name is Medi. We're gonna leave that out there in the room. So, Elias, take let's let's go back. Let's 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 not pause. Let's go back. It, well, you started writing in, from what what I could see, 2017. 2017 is the first time I got on a on a mountain bike. Yes, I I used to ride BMX as a kid. I grew up in San Clemente. It's uh, Orange County, right by the beach, and didn't really like the beach, but I have been fascinated by bikes ever since i was a little kid yeah and so we were out there you know building jumps and empty lots and grinding like the curbs at the local plazas oh yeah the two by four and a cinder block yeah yeah man love those yeah. days it was that was that was the that was the stuff man and we used to be i mean summertime i would leave the house as soon as the sun was up and we were just on our bikes all over town and wouldn't come home until like the sun was down I don't yeah. know how like we survived into adulthood. How did we do it? I don't like, know that amount of energy. I, I remember those days. I remember no cell those phones, no internet. Oh, that's like, how no, we did it. No way for your parents to know if you'd come back that day. They just kind of hope you did. <laughs> now I, I love this. You know, I had the street lights. When the street lights came on, I had to be yeah. inside. Or I could hear my dad yelling. That's the kind of neighborhood I grew up in. You could, Johnny. <laughs> that was dinner time. That was yeah. my dinner bell. Did you yeah, have anything I, like that? No, no. It was. I was usually kind of too far um, from the house to be able to hear. Yeah. But you know, once it started getting dark, you you had to start heading home. What was your favorite? What was your your favorite bike growing up? I mean, I'm, as kids, we, we 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 go through them like toilet paper. I mean, it's just we we beat them up when yeah. we were riding. Yeah, we did. Um, I had so my parents didn't have much money, and I wanted a bike for a long, long time. And they ended up getting me like my first BMX bike was this Diamondback that they bought me. I don't even remember. I don't remember the model of it, but uh, it was a Diamondback, and I was so stoked on it, and um, probably about two or three months in, like I went off this jump and just completely endoed uh, on the landing oh. and it bent the frame. And I was devastated, man. I was like, there's, I know that they're not going to be able to buy me another bike. You know, they, they like um, sacrificed so much to get me this one. And like, from then on, it was all about like learning how to put a bike together and how to, um, do it all yourself. So I ended up getting a frame from somebody else and just like took off all the parts off that yeah. back and put them on this new frame. And then like, you kind of just trade up, you know, you, mm -hmm. trade up, you, you get new cranks or you'd get new handlebars and parts. piece by piece. Um, but that was a, that was a cool bike just because it was my first bike, my first BMX bike. Um, after that I had, I rode a lot of GTs. Uh, I was really big into flatland. Do you know what flatland is? like a freestyle type of writing where you're doing all kinds of tricks with like you're on pegs and you've yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. I had a uh, Revo nine. Okay. Yeah. This was when yeah. I was in my late twenties, early thirties and I was living in LA and they you had on the, what you were out here. I lived in, in LA, LA for a little over a year. I was on a TV show out there and, and uh, I would, I would go to UCLA 
I lived in Westwood and and UCLA was right there. And I would do some urban, what I call urban, just chaos. Yeah. Riding the the restraining walls, jumping off restraining walls and, and, and riding the stair stairwells and stuff. Staircases (laughs) at UCLA was awesome. That's the stuff, man. (laughs) But you did, you could do all that peg stuff. I could only do a little bit. I wasn't that good. I wasn't that good either. I, it's, it takes so much skill. Like what I, I remember, um, one of the guys that was like my idol, his name was Chad DeGroot. And he was like, he was a wizard on a flatland bike, um, doing like dump trucks and decades. And like, I don't know if they called it manualing, but you know where they would, they would get up on the bike somehow and they would propel the bike with their foot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you know, the, the frame is flying and coming back and they're yeah, jumping it back. And, oh man, that stuff like would just drive me crazy because it was I loved watching it. And I, I think the best I got was like being able to do a decade, but when both wheels are on the ground. Um, and that that was like the the coolest thing I could do. But um I, I never really learned how to I think it's called scuffing. I did, I never really learned how to scuff. It, it it just takes so much balance and practice and all the words for all these little tricks. I know <laughs> names and stuff. So yeah. are you a, a, age? I don't wanna yeah, I mean you're a guy. We're not like real hardcore on oh it's my age, what's my age? Yeah. Are you older? How old, you, how old do you think I am? I'm thinking you're thirties. Oh, I'll take that, man. Well, look at that face, man. You got great skin. Let's call it 30. (laughs) I turned 42 this last January. Oh, you're a baby. That's cute. 42, man. Yeah, that's awesome. You're my brother's age. Oh, yeah? A little baby. Yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) 10 years older than he is. I'll be 52 this year. But I'd like just to get an idea of what what round when you were getting these bikes and stuff. Because bikes, you know, it's funny when you get a new bike or a bike, we're talking BMX. When I was a kid, and this was 10 years before you, I had a Schwinn Predator. And I've mentioned this before. I remember that thing. 1982 Schwinn Predator. It cost $200. Back then, 200 bucks, man, was a lot of money. was bank. And my parents, because I saw it in the back of Boys Life magazine. <laughs> and it was just the chrome and everything. It was the plastic black seat and the, the little bend in the, the, the handlebars. And yeah, <laughs> I just, ever since then, I've always, I mean, I've loved bikes, but that was the bike that got me like loving bikes. And I've That's been awesome. ever since have owned a bike. I've never been without, you know, you know what bike I really loved and I never, I never owned it, but my, so growing up, there's always, um, that one friend that is just like head and shoulders above everybody else. Right. He could like bunny hop higher. He could do three sixties, yeah. do it all. Um, so my buddy, uh, Jesse Woolenweber, when we were all growing up and going to high school, uh, he had an elf double cross. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, the, oh. It, it was an elf double cross bike. No, and the elves were known for being very light bikes. And then this particular one, had like two, um, what is that called? The chain stay? Like near the bottom, the bottom bars that go out to the dropouts. Uh-huh. It had two bars instead of one. And so they called oh, it wow. double cross. And and that bike was so cool, man. It was so cool. And um, always wanted to ride an elf. Never, never had one, but I really love that thing. 
Well, I'm sorry. My wife is printing something. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm like, she's down. I'm like, I'm sitting here. There's this, all this noise. There's a printer next to me, and she's downstairs printing from her phone. I can't hear it. It's like she's laughing now. She thinks it's funny that she's ruining my interview. <laughs> she's doing the taxes, you know, man. But look, this is something we all need to buy BMX bikes. And I've been wanting to buy that Schwinn Predator for years. But I'm now 6'1", 230 pounds. Yeah. yeah. It's not happening. I but tried. I tried going back to a BMX um, like a year into mountain biking. My neighbor... Uh, just had it hanging up in his garage. It was a it was a Haro, and he's yeah, like, Haro Reverb Nine. Yeah, he's like, I'm getting rid of this, and uh, do you want it? And I said, Yeah, I'll take it. I I ended up buying it from him. I don't remember how much, but it was a burly bike. Like it had the thicker axles, and it had a gyro on it. And um, I took it out to Temecula to the they have like a pump track and a um, like a skate park uh, there. Mm -hmm. And dude, I almost killed myself. It. It's just, it does not work anymore. It's such a small frame. And when you're used to full squish, yeah. when you go to a BMX bike and you go off of a concrete jump and land on concrete. Feel it in your teeth. Dude. <laughs> I, I got rid of it like the next day. I was like, nope. <laughs> no, they got those big rippers now. Yeah, I've seen those. They're called the wheelie bikes. Because I've never yep. seen anyone ride two wheels on them. They're just kids riding wheelies with one hand yep. slapping the concrete while they're doing it man that that's another thing i've never been able to really master is the wheelie and these guys do it like like in their sleep never in my life have i ever been able to do it it just drives me mm. <laughs> once in a blue moon i'll get a, a decent one but like to do it on command it just doesn't work the, wait, there, there's this kid that keeps popping up in the comments, and I just threw it down there. E-bike or a BMX? Which one would you prefer? Oh, e-bike for sure. You guys and your e-bikes. <laughs> I just went full squish after 25 years of riding. I just go, so I'm gonna slow down with the e-bikes, folks. I don't have one either, Johnny. I'm I'm full okay. analog right now. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So you go from BMX, you got a little bit of biking in your head. What, what made you pick up the mountain bike? Just because you live out there and it seems like that's the next step to do or you no, missed it? actually, no, it was. So I thought, I thought my, my biking days altogether were over, right? I thought it was just, I'd never be on a bike again. And uh, 2017, um, I was... I had a really good friend of mine, one of my best friends, Raul Estevez. He started mountain biking uh, out at the Santa Rosa Plateau, which is a, a really nice place out here. It's got very mellow trails, mm -hmm. mostly just flat stuff. And he just started doing it for exercise, but he loved it. He, like he fell in love with it. And he kept saying, Hey, you have to, you have to come out and try this. And I wanted to, but I didn't have a bike and they, they're not cheap either. So um, he kind of kept, you know, asking and, um, I think I ended up going out with him once and he let me use like his old hardtail. Oh. And, um, so had a ton of fun. And then after that, like, I, I just, I had the itch again to, to get a bike. And I started looking into what it would cost to actually get one. And my first mountain bike I ever bought was a 2017, uh, Marin. It was a Hawk Hill. It was, it was full suspension bike, like fully oh. entry level. It cost me $1,400. Wow. 
my wife just about like she just could not understand why a bike needs to cost fourteen hundred dollars and i was like honey like this is super like this is entry level stuff this is entry I'm, level yeah I'm getting the cheapest i can find and to this day she just doesn't doesn't get it why why it costs needs to, a bike needs to cost as much as a car <laughs> i just got that new uh, yt Izzo and that thing is beautiful man it's a it's a fun bike it's a fun bike but yeah having to at, tell her how much it's going to cost and she goes but what's wrong with your bike <laughs> I'm, I'm getting old it hurts so yeah. you buy this bike and now now you, you you're full in i'm all in like yeah you're all in. I mean, your first bike is a full squish fourteen hundred dollars you're like, I, I, I spent this money. I've got to show my wife. I'm in. Yeah, I was in. I was riding as much as I could. Every opportunity I could get, I was on the trails. And um, just getting reacquainted with a bike in general and then also mm. with a bike that has suspension. Um, you, you sit very differently on a mountain bike than you do on a BMX bike. And so, you know, that took a while to get used to. And then... Um, and then I really wanted to get in the air again. And I like, I remember thinking like, okay, am I going to try to jump? Like I'm, I'm 30 something at the time I was, I don't know, 30, uh, seven ish, <laughs> probably something like that. I don't yeah, know. And you got kids and, family I got kids and all this stuff. And so I'm like, okay, what am I doing here? Like, am I just riding a bike just to ride a bike on flat ground or on flat trails? But like that is the funnest part of this whole thing is being in the air for me, yeah. dropping off things, going off jumps. And it took me about uh, two years before I like started dabbling with, you know, small little, small little lips and trying to bunny hop and just trying to get some air off of any little thing you could find. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> slowly, but surely like just kind of started working my way up to, a little bit bigger things and a little bit bigger things. And there was a few crashes, yeah. um, you know, mixed in there. And that kind of is a big reality check. And after, after a big crash, you always kind of go back and question that whole thing again. Um, luckily I haven't had any really, really bad crashes. And I feel like, I feel like I'm pretty good about knowing my limits. I yeah. don't, I don't do, if I don't feel something, Johnny, I just, I'm like, I'm good. I'll walk away from it. So you don't, you don't subscribe to, and I hear a lot of people talking about this lately on the YouTube is the pushing people to send something that they're not comfortable. Like if they're pausing, let them take a minute. The, the oh, whole yeah. peer pressure of sending it for, you know, an Instagram shot or something like that. It's just like you ride your own and you know, your boundaries, you're not going to get pushed into doing more than what you know no I, I, I totally agree with like letting people do things when they're ready because if you're not ready to do something um you're scared and you stiffen up and you you just don't ride at your best because you're you're your whole like body is being motivated by fear you know this fear is taking over and i did a video once i was out at hrt and um I kind of just sat down and I spoke to the camera for a bit about this like little experience that I had where um, I was doing this trail that I'd never done before. And mm -hmm. these jumps kind of came up on me. I didn't expect them and I didn't do them the first time around. 
and I was already feeling a little bit off that day. So, sometimes you feel a lot more um, uh, confident than others. And this particular day, I just was off. And so, but these jumps, like I, they were in my wheelhouse. I knew they were in my wheelhouse, but I hadn't done them before. So I go back up and I, I try it again. And I go off that first jump and I was still feeling really stiff. But then like this mental shift happened and this, the next jump was coming pretty fast. And I kind of just like looked forward a little bit instead of looking right, right down on my front tire, I yeah. looked forward a little bit. And like, I just got this confidence that I knew I could do it. Like there was no question in my mind that I could do it. Yeah. And then I just went for it. And then there was two back-to-back -back doubles, very small stuff, but you know, it was my first time hitting them. And I was like, it, something clicked. I was like, you know what? Sometimes you're on and sometimes you're not. And when you're not, it is not worth it. Just walk yeah. away from it. And you're going to come back to that another day. You're going to be following somebody and see them do it. Or you're just going to come back to it. And you're going to have done other things that are similar or even bigger than that. And then you're just going to send it and it's going to be no problem. But you have to like be there up here. And you, you just have to know that you've got it. And if I don't know, I just don't do it. It's not worth it. I always say it's like 90% mental. I mean, there's yep. so much that like there's days, especially when I, I ride a lot by myself, if I don't have someone pushing me, I get, I have people, I, I got this one buddy who'll be like, just, you know, whatever, do it. Not feeling it, not going to do it. Don't want to end up, you know, in the ER. I, got, I always say I got good health insurance. Don't want to use it. That's right. <laughs> but it's, That's right. If you're not feeling it. There, there are times, but, but I do like having that person that will, the motivation, Oh, like when absolutely. you're riding by yourself, there's a lot of times where I'm just like, why ain't nobody watching? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no glory in it. <laughs> you know, like nobody's watching. I can just go around it. It's fine. Yeah. And I always think like, you know, I was out at Sycamore Canyon, like on the other side, not where I'm building the trail, but the other side. And there's this huge rock drop that I'd never done before. And I felt like, again, it was kind of in my wheelhouse, but I'd never done it. And like, I'm out there in the middle of nowhere. And if I go down and like, I can't move and I need to guide somebody to where I am, yeah. it would be like impossible, you know, unless, unless there was like a GPS tracker on me or something, but um, it would be impossible to like explain to my wife what, you know, what Valley I'm in, you know? Yeah. And that freaks me out, like going down and knocking myself out or breaking something and, and mm. not being able to get I have to walk it out. Yeah. But right. Riding with people definitely like, changes the whole stoke of the ride it changes your confidence you you know you want to you want to have fun you want to kind of push the boundary a little bit so that you can get a little bit better and um i i definitely do things more often that are pushing the boundaries when i'm riding with people than when i'm not absolutely yeah. well because you know you're also a little bit safer 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 you're safe. Meaning, meaning you, you're safer like if you wreck, you got somebody to carry you out. Yeah, to peel you off that mountain. Absolutely. I got fractured. I broke, him, broke myself into six months sick leave. Ah. See? See, that's what happens in Finland. <laughs> that's why he's the fractured rider. Yeah, I guess so, man. Doc Holy said cow. I Good to see you riding back. better now, though. Um, so... You get into mountain biking. Were you, were you, you were a big jumper on the BMX? Uh, not big jumper. Um, 
I I am doing way more on bikes today than I ever was as a kid on a mountain bike. Isn't like, that amazing? I've passed, I've surpassed my abilities as a kid, which is yeah, it's amazing. At 42 years old, I never never thought that I'd be doing this kind of right, stuff. Right, but you know? here's the question I was going to ask, and I always say this before we do the interview. My train derails. You've probably heard that. Um, where do you live? Riverside. Like, people, where's that? Riverside, California. Okay. That's Southern California. Southern California. Yeah. We're in the Inland Empire. We're about uh, a mile north of San Diego, a mile, a mile, or not a mile, an hour, about an hour north of San Diego, an hour south of LA. Uh, really close to like Mark and uh, the Trail Dogs. They're out here. Um, MTB Allen is like in Redlands. That's not too far. Um, you know, yeah. even Orange County, like out of Mock, out in Orange County, it's about an hour drive from me. Wow. So you got, you guys just have so many trails. Yeah. This is a good place to be for mountain biking. Oh, I, I got to get out there. I got to get got, out there. I keep saying it. My wife, I think, is on board EMT and Moto Adventures. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, this guy. This I met MTV, MTV Moto Adventures at the One Chip Challenge that uh, Riding Dirty had. Do you remember? Uh, that? Yeah, I worked. I think I talked about. Yeah, yeah, I know what it was. was did you nice. do it? Yeah, yeah, I did it. I don't know if I, I probably saw you do it. I we did it, and it was insane. It was disgusting, um, but it, it it was a lot of fun, man. Just such a such a crazy event. But yeah, EMTV Moto was out there. I have a, a little reel of him chomping down that that one chip. <laughs> oh, I did. I've done it once, and I didn't. I I am not a milk drinker. I don't know if you are. I don't like no. Mm. It's funky. I it's it's drinking liquid from another animal's teat. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't know that animal. Like if 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 I'm not even gonna go there. But I, I'm not. I'm not. It's just funky to me. Yeah. So I'm eating the chip and all the pain in the world. And I have hot sauce. I've got like 40 hot sauces in a refrigerator in my second bedroom. Okay. Like I do hot, but I was eating that and it, it hit me hard. I don't know how it hit you. It, it took, there was a delayed effect. I'd say like, I don't know. I, I did, I did like one, one lap around the, uh, around the pump track. And then it really started to set in. Um, but you know what? It's not even just the heat. It was just nasty. Like, yeah, it wasn't a good flavored chip. No, it, it was disgusting. And I wanted to throw up for about a day after the whole thing. <laughs> Did you get the hiccups? Mm, no, no hiccups. A lot of people get hiccups when they eat hot things. No, just like my, my face was just draining. Like, tears yeah. and like snot and just it was bad <laughs> i did it but my nephew was here and my wife and i was just like well i might as well do it i have it <laughs> i did it and like you're supposed to last five minutes i probably last 30 seconds and i i grabbed the coffee creamer the french vanilla coffee creamer oh yeah <laughs> so now i've got that nasty chip and i'm down in cough french vanilla coffee creamer oh my gosh the next day was not good no, yeah, it comes back with a vengeance for sure. <laughs> my wife, that's my wife, ladies and gentlemen, by the way. Did not anticipate asking. Yeah, could, did, somebody said you won. Trail Pimp yeah. said you won the thing. Yeah, yeah, I ended up doing 20 laps. Shut the front door. 
Yeah, that's, you know, I don't know why you did it. I did it to get some prizes. I walked away with some cool stuff that day. <laughs> I I endured. What would you get? Oh, man. I got, uh, I got like this really cool riding flannel. Um, I got shoes. I got a, a new like custom um, top bolt for my bike that says like one chip challenge first place. Uh, there was like Zoic socks. That flannel was from Zoic as well. That that thing is so cool. I love that. Wow. There was a ton of prizes. It, it was it was pretty awesome. That's yeah. I think I would enter. Is is it better if you know Bessie before drinking her milk? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Seth was here. I oh, see he gets the hiccups. Wow, yeah, Seth was here. Do you know Seth was here? I think What's his that? name's Seth. Seth was here. Is he's the man. He lives. Yeah, his, I'm addicted to his stuff now on Instagram. This guy's incredible. I don't want to take the focus away from you. No, please, by all means. Seth, Seth was here. He lives like like Sycamore Canyon. The other side of Sycamore Canyon is his uh -huh. backyard. Like his, he lives in the neighborhood that's literally oh. right up against Sycamore Canyon. And um, it's funny because we started kind of seeing each other's stuff, and you kind of interact on social media before you ever meet. And I, um, I think the first time I met him was when we, we went to, out to HRT and I, I messaged just a few people and said, hey, I'm going to go ride this place. It's really cool. Not a lot of people know about it. And so he went out and that was the first time we, we actually met in person and just the coolest guy. And he's killing it. on uh, Funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's so cool. Funny. Oh, really my God. Killing. Hey, dude. Good job. Back to you, mister. This is about you. <laughs> Um, here, here's the question. So you get into mountain biking, you fall in love with it. Um, how does the family re respond to it? Like, cause it seems like this is, this is a big part. Now you went from not riding bike to being a mountain biker. Yeah. Yeah. And then I added the YouTube component and that was, yeah, and then you added part. the YouTube component. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> my, my wife has been so supportive. She doesn't, she didn't get it. At, I think she's getting it more now, but at first she just didn't get, get it. Why I always wanted to be on my bike uh, and why they cost so much and why I have to be gone for three or four hours at a time. And, yeah. um, and we, you know, there was, there was definitely some conversations that were had and uh, some <laughs> give and takes and some understandings that needed to take place. Yeah. But she's been super supportive. Um, when I added, when I came home and said, honey, I think I want to, I think I want to do YouTube and I think I want to do Instagram. And, uh, she was like that, that kind of worried her because it was going to take like how much more time, you know, to film and to edit and to do all that you need to do to put a YouTube video together and then making the reels and all that stuff. And, um, we have kind of made it work. Like I'm, I'm supposed to only put out one video a month on YouTube. Mm. I, I may break that rule from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just because you got something, you, you got it up here and you want to get it out. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm just so impatient, you know, when I have yeah. an idea or when like there's something in the can, I just, I want to publish it. I want to get it out there. Um, but, you know, the kids, they go with me uh, to they, they've been out to the dig uh, more than once. Um, and uh, my son will ride with me sometimes. My older daughter, she's gone with me to the actual trails. Um, it's been a while since since they've done that. But 
I think I think I might have pushed them a little too hard at the beginning and yeah. turned them off the sport. You forget like how hard it is to climb a hill if you've never done it before. Oh, you know. So I'm just like, come on, what's come what's on, going they're on? Oh, they're and younger. They should be. Uh, they should be they passing you, slapping me. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I think they they enjoy riding bikes. We all have a bike now. Um, oh, that's great! That so we'll, we've done family rides before. We take I just put the little one in in the caddy, and then we'll all go for uh -huh. for a ride. And um, that's like my favorite family outing. But not flow there. or tech with the kids? Are the kids tech or flowy? Flow for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, your dad. You want to keep them safe. Yeah. Somewhat. I've seen some of your videos. <laughs> your kid jumps, right? He's a jumper. Uh, Elijah, no, he, he no, they, he's they just out there it. working it. Keep it, yeah, two wheels on the ground. But he's he was my first like trail digger, man. Uh, it was just me and him one day. Just went out there with this harebrained idea that we wanted to build a trail, and we just started digging holes. And I just can't believe what what it's become you know i'm so so overwhelmed with the response of people that were just willing to come out and give up their saturdays and give up their writing time mm -hmm. to come help me dig and, and to build this thing what uh i'm gonna cycle back we're gonna get to that but i want to cycle back to you talking about doing the youtube page did you when you first started doing because i knew when i first started doing that i'm still starting to do this me thing. too um, a year and a half later, it's a, I've heard it best described as a time suck. Oh yeah. It just, when I came home to my wife and I said, I got this idea. I didn't even know anyone was already doing it. I just was like, Oh, I want to interview mountain bikers. I, I love mountain biking. I, and I love talking to people. <laughs> and then you realize that there's a component called Instagram uh -huh. That goes along with the YouTube, and you're like, oh my God, I'm constantly like, how do you was there like what am I doing? What what am I getting into when you first started it? Well, it was it was ignorance, honestly. Like I I didn't know how much of a time suck it was going to be. Yeah. And then it's kind of like once you're in it to a certain degree, then it's hard to to just stop and to let it go. Um and so we've kind of just had to figure things out as we go in terms of, you know, how much time it takes to do things. Um, and I've gotten better. Like my whole editing process has become more streamlined mm -hmm. and my whole reel making process has become a little more streamlined as well. So it doesn't take me as long to do these things. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a big time suck for sure. And <clears throat> I, um, like I said, I was watching YouTubers uh, for a long time before and, and thinking like, maybe I could do this. Like I was enjoying watching people ride so much that I was like, you know, I could, I could do this. I could turn on a camera and, and point it at the trail. And, yeah. um, and when I first started watching YouTubers, mountain bike YouTubers, um, it was like the, the, the really big guys, um, you know, it was like, um, and then so, I found MTB Fiend. He was the first local um, mountain biker that was like riding Greer and that was like riding, you know, Vale and other local stuff that I was familiar with. Uh -huh. And man, that just was like so cool. I was like, okay, I know these trails. Like I know that berm. I know that jump. 
And it was just took it to a different level. And that's when I, the kind of the seeds started being planted, like, hey, maybe maybe I could do this. Um, and it's funny because MTB Fiend, um, I don't I don't know what happened to him. Like, I don't even see his stuff anymore. One of the last things I saw was that he had been picked up um, by eminent bicycles. And like one of the last videos he did, he went and picked up his ride. And the thing was so cool. And then like after that, it, it just went dark. And he'll do like some cameos from time to time on MTV Flow's channel. Um, but I'm so curious. Like I've never met him, but I just want him to know he was such a big inspiration because he was the, the first local YouTuber yeah. uh, that, that I saw. You know, and then from like from there, then I found like MTV Flow. I found the Trail Dogs. I found Mark. I actually, I actually met Mark before I ever knew he did a podcast and stuff like that. He was out yeah. here at Sycamore one day. And um uh, but yeah, it, it was, it was uh, a long decision. It took me a while to finally decide, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try it. And h here we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. And, and Adam brings up you, you, your edits are, are, are great. Seth was here, you know, you're killing the edits, man. Oh, that, and and that I was, amazing. I was following you on Instagram before I was following you on um, YouTube and then I get onto YouTube and you're just what you're doing is they're really good videos. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and they're really just the way you put them together and your commentary and stuff like that. It's, I'm always surprised because I, again, do this professionally. I'm horrible outside of doing it professionally, but watching just some guy with 12 kids <laughs> and, and, and a wife and it picks up a, a, a GoPro and all of a sudden is like a really good storyteller and someone who's captivating somebody you want to sit there and watch and finish the video. Oh, that, that means so much to me. Thank you for saying that. Like it's, and I'm not saying it because you're on the show. I mean, well, I'm saying it because you're on the show. It's <laughs> you're, you're, I wanted to, to meet you because I, I, you really got good product. Um, What's the process do you like the most? I'm sure the riding is the, your favorite. Yes. But do you, do you really enjoy the editing? Do you, do you already have an idea of where you're going with it when you go into it? No. Like, I've had to start thinking about that more and more. Um, and my editing, honestly, it is like an amalgamation of watching so many others, you know, do, do their videos. And like, I watch them and I'm like, okay, why do I like this? What are they doing that, that keeps me engaged? And I, I just try to kind of put some of that stuff into my videos, but um, I need to be more aware of the fact that when I, when I do have a camera strapped on my chest or wherever, um, that this is going to be a video eventually. And I don't do that often because I, I just love yeah. writing and like I need to start thinking about, okay, what's my thumbnail going to be? You know, I need to take a picture so that I have a good picture for a thumbnail. I need to talk to the camera more so that I don't have to do voiceovers. Um, just things like that, that you kind of start to realize the more you do this, you're like, okay, I have to, I want to go ride, but I have to be a YouTuber as well. And I have to think about that. You know, yeah. there's, there's guys out there that, um, that we all watch that are so good at that. You could tell from their videos, the way they produce it, the way their intros their outros, their voiceovers, you know, it, it's all done so well. And, um, I gotta, I gotta do better about, about that, about Absolutely. thinking of the end product. 
Yeah. Were, who were some of your favorites watching uh, growing up in 2017? Growing up? <laughs> <laughs> Riding. Were you, like, inspired by certain mountain bike uh, YouTubers besides um, – I already forgot who you mentioned earlier. MTV Fiend? Fiend, yeah, there you go. Were there others that you were, like, inspired by or just – you took little bits and pieces and said, okay, this is kind of how you go about. And Yeah, there was, there was so many. It, it's always dicey to rattle a list off because you don't want to forget people. But, yeah. um, there, sure. you know, I, I saw like Adam Mock is a master storyteller. Um, yes. MTB, MTB Allen, it, it just kills it in his videos. So and his, in his Instagram too, he's just a master at creating uh, media. Uh, the, the trail dogs were just such a fun group. Like I always, I always had fun watching in a trail dogs video, you know, whether it's a real, whether it's a video, those guys just know how to have fun. Yeah. And so I, I was watching a lot of them. I was watching a lot of MTV flow for, um, for his skill. Like he, he's just a really, really good writer. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he doesn't do like a lot of bells and whistles in his video. And I kind of like that about it too, is like, he says, Hey, what's up? This is the trail. And like the next shot, he's on the trail and he's, oh, yeah. he's going for it. And so there's all these like little different things. And if you look at my earlier videos, um, you'll notice that like, I kind of went through a couple different things that I was trying, like for a while I had like an intro video that had my logo and some music, um, some like generic mountain that I've never ridden. Yeah. And, uh, and then like, I saw somebody and they're like, you know, get rid of all that. Like, you want to just like get to the point, like tell them what's going on and then just get to what they're there for. And yeah. I, you know, started just trying different things and I'll still kind of go back and forth. I don't think I'll ever have an intro video uh, again, but um, have something in the beginning that we yeah, like doing something here. Just, Hey, I'm here. Yep. We're doing. And that's what we like. Adam said earlier that you've got, you know, you're humble. You've got a likability about you. Adam, this is like an industry standard. Yes, it takes about an hour for each minute. Oh, yeah. If not more, if you work where I work. How much footage you, you lose? Is that what you're talking about? No, it's like for editing. It's like for every hour. Like it takes an hour to edit one minute of video to get Ooh. it just right. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Great video. Yeah. Sweet, man. Thank you, Nick. People are loving you. Editing is cool. Trails and ales it takes a lot. That's another thing is when you're making YouTube videos, that's in the back of your head. You just want to ride. Yep. And now you're focused. You're like, oh, like, especially with you, you you're, you, you're jumping. I don't I say I'm not a jumper. You I try be. really hard. I try, <laughs> man. I get like a foot. I'm hey, so bad. That's where I'm I started, so, man. I'm so bad, but it's all, it's a lot of it's, you know, mental. Yeah. You got to be focused. You can't have be thinking about, oh, I got to do this for YouTube. Oh, no. Yeah. You have to be in the moment for sure. Um, you got to be so present when you're jumping. Um, but it, it's, uh, you know, like I said, that's that's kind of my draw to the sport is is being in the air and, yeah. you know, throwing a little a little style when you're in the air. I just love the way it looks to like whip the bike or to table the bike or, you know, taking stuff off and see, that's where I kind of draw the line. My, my hands and my feet, they stay connected to the bike. I, like I've done one footers 
but uh it, it's scary man especially people that are throwing like suicide no handers what now? are you kidding me <laughs> taking your hands <laughs> off with the three foot drops <laughs> oh um, there's a video that was going around um on instagram of a, of a guy that like just sends it big and does one of these no handers and you see the bike just like move forward and he's trying to like really and then just goes otb and eats it and oh dude no worst dude, nightmare this person again getting your bikes dirty don't they have a bedtime <laughs> they do what time is it oh see it's only five it's only 5 45 over here I'm ready for bed here. Okay. Uh, let me just shout out Backyard Shredder. Don't know if you know him. Hola, friends. Hola. Hola. What's going on? I'm super excited to have Wolf Tick videos here. Definitely, Definitely try things you that you like. Mm. Big fans of these guys right here. Uh, we got some more people. Hey, I'm telling you, people are coming out of the woodwork for you, dude. MTV Mini Bummer. Hey, I just... I just uh, saw him come through, man. What's going on? I think he is, he's, he might be the son um, of Fred who, who does the mini, uh, the MTB bomber crew. I the bomber think, crew? If I'm mistaken, please forgive me. But um, the Damn bomber crew is another awesome, awesome group out here. Uh, veterans group. Yeah. Quick question before we get to what we want to get. Okay. I know you're itching. You're itching for me. <laughs> the, the, my, mom, my wife is always excited about figuring out your Venacaba. Ah, how did you come up with it? Why did you come up with it? And who created your logo? Or how did you come up with that logo? There's like 10 questions there. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before I did mountain biking, I had a, a stint in paintballing. Um, and I was just as addicted to paintballing as I am to mountain biking now, um, where, you know, it was like every Saturday or every other opportunity I got, I was out, um, shooting my friends and getting shot at. <laughs> I love this story already. <laughs> and, um, I've always like, I've always, I don't know, just wanted to, to get people together somehow when I, when I'm stoked about something, like I want other people to be stoked about it and to do it too. And so I decided like I wanted to start a website where you could create a profile. It was kind of like the MySpace of paintballing. So you could go on iepaintballer.com. I don't even know if that domain still exists, but <laughs> you could go on iepaintballer.com. You can make a profile and then you could like set up games and let people know, hey, I'm going to be playing at this field or that field on this day. And, um, and then that evolved into me wanting to start a clothing company and that clothing company became Venacava paintball wear. And I am the worst businessman ever. You do not want to go into business with me because I started doing this out of my garage. I taught myself how to screen print. I taught myself how to, really? how to digitally design things and make designs, uh, with like, what do they call it? Vector, vector art. And, um, so I had some shirts, right. And, uh, I went to some local paintball shops and I was like, Hey, I'm a local paintballer. Like I've got some shirts. Can I sell them out of your store? And two guys said, sure. On consignment. Like if they sell, you know, we'll take a cut, you take the rest. And eventually I got so busy. We, we had, 
uh, Elijah and um, I had gotten done with school and I had to actually get a job and be an adult. And I'm so bad of a businessman, Johnny, that like I never even went back to these stores to kind of like settle up, you know, to get take the rest of my merchandise and and take the rest of the sales that had happened. I just kind of walked away from it. You're just like, I just you can you can have it. It was just I was That's just gone. Bad, dude. It was bad. That's bad. How do I end this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but do you still have the I see you I see you wear Venikava shirts. So all that stuff is from the paintball days. I don't, I don't have anything that's Venikava NTB. Um, th that's, I think that would be like something that would break the camel's back, you know, with asking a little too much from, from the wife <laughs> to support me in that venture as well. At least, you know, not, not right now. But so Venikava, um, what, what Venikava is, and it's actually pronounced Venikava, it's actually like the big, huge vein that brings the oxygen depleted blood uh, from your body to your heart so that it can go through the lungs and get oxygenated again and then go back out to your body. And um, so I'm a biochemistry major and I loved the symmetry of that word. And the second letter of each, each word, Vena and Kava, was me and my wife's initials. And there was just all these things that kind of like were coming together. And I thought, you know what? Venikava paintball. I, I like that. I like the sound of it. I changed the pronunciation. And I, I figured, you know, when you're paint, playing paintball or when you're mountain biking, like your, your Venikava is pumping, you know, like it is like in overdrive. I getting love this. There's so much thought into it. <laughs> well, the V and the C and the blood and the pumping and the paintball and, and it all, it, and all it just, still works out with the MTB. It still works out. That's why I decided to to keep it. I just dropped the paintball and added mountain bike, and there we go. And that logo is actually from the uh, paintballing days. Um, it's not from Adam Mock. Not, <laughs> I uh, it very well could be. I, it's not as good as an Adam Mock design, but it's, uh, it's definitely, good. Definitely, Drews. You know. Um, uh, like I knew I wanted something simple that I could do like just a two-tone shirt with. So it's something very, very simple, simple shapes, um, something that could just be one color. And I was very impressed. Like I surprised myself when I finally came up with that logo. And so the, the dot in the center of the logo used to be a paintball. And oh. it's, since, it's since been colored in and, and now it's all black or all white or all any other color. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the story behind the name and the logo. God, we're already losing people. Good night, Daniel. Thanks for coming. Johnny's going to burst. I don't know. Is my Venakava Venakava? She was so excited. She was like, the arteries are the ones that pump the oxygenated blood. <laughs> she was giving, I had a whole science biology thing after you chatting with her the other time. Um, so let's get to it. You like mountain biking. You like jumping. Yeah. You decide to what? I have to do that to get, it gets too bright. Um, you decide to build your own trail. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do you get off? Where do you think that you can go? Who do you and think you are? Where do you, who do you think you are? I'm going to go build my own trail. <laughs> um, you know, that 
came about because like you said, there are so many cool places to ride around here. Um, and unfortunately, like I love Sycamore Canyon, but it had, it doesn't have a lot of, um, jump lines. Like there's this one spot where there's a bunch of jumps that are kind of all concentrated together, but mm -hmm. it's not really a trail. It's kind of just a spot. And, um, Sycamore Canyon kind of had a bad rap. Like people thought, oh, I don't want to ride there. It's kind of just like flat cross country stuff. And every time I rode there, I ride there a lot because it's like my backyard too. Yeah. And you go when you're climbing back up the upline on the bunker side. And I know you don't know what that means, but those who are local know what the bunker side means. Um, you've got like this, this upper um, fire road. And then mm -hmm. you've got like four trails that start from the upper fire road, go down onto the lower fire road. And then you got, there's this up trail to come back up. And so when you're climbing that, there is this spot, Johnny, that is just like this perfect downward slope. And there was just nothing there. It was like this blank canvas. Yeah. And I was just like, how has nobody thought to build something here before? And, and I, I told, I would ride with my friend, Derek, and I must have told him like a million times. He's probably sick of me saying, I'm going to build a jump line here one day. And like year after year, I'd say, I'm going to build a jump line here one day. And for some reason, like this was the year that I finally just shut up and grabbed a shovel and just started doing it. And I didn't really know what I was doing. I just kind of went out there and started like the last time I had built a jump was, you know, with my BMX buddies when I was like 14, 15 years old. And, um, so, like I said, me and my son just went out there one day and just started, broke ground and started piling dirt. And I've learned how to, like all the shaping and, and all of the forming the jump and how to make sure to pack it right. All that has come from this project. Like I didn't know how to do that when I started. I've just watched a ton of videos, um, have been really like fortunate to have people see what I was doing and like offer to come and, and help. And luckily like they knew what they were doing. Like this guy, Jake, um, he's really good at like making flow and building in like drainage for your jumps. Mm -hmm. Aaron Bernstein from the trail dogs. Like he's just an artist and he's come and really fixed up this one shark fin that I've been, it was one of the first jumps that we made and it's just never been quite right. And so he came out one day and like in one afternoon, I just like gave him a shovel and some water and he just like made it so, so good. And, it, and it's like one of my favorite features now. Um, this guy, Adam Stout, who's he's a really good writer, like he rides with pros. And so he's been out there and, you know, helping wow. me shape things and think about the features a little bit different. And I realized that I was thinking way too small, like you have to move a lot of dirt if you really want something cool that's a lot of work it's a lot of work hey is it is it legal <laughs> i wondered that like i mean it's land that's there yes it's land that's there and i that's something that i've been educated on too we'll just if you don't want to no, no no it's fine yeah, it's actually it's actually slated uh for more warehouses they want to build more warehouses and and destroy all that you know just no. beauty and um through this whole process i've actually been put in contact with a lady who is heading up 
uh, a team of like 200 people that are just like local residents and, and other uh, professionals who are doing this just on their own time to try to fight and prevent these warehouses from, from being built. And um, unfortunately, like, you know, almighty dollar often wins out. And at the end of the day, it's, it's private land and somebody wants to develop it. You know, that's, that's their prerogative, but they do have to, they do have to abide by, um, you know, like certain laws that are in place, um, air pollution laws and uh, endangered species uh, laws. Um, but it looks like they've, they've really done their homework um, in terms of, in terms of um, what's that word? When, I mean, they, you know, like, because there is an endangered species there. There's a kangaroo, the kangaroo rat is yeah. like, it's like it's natural habitat. So in order to be able to build there and potentially destroy that, like they have to make up for that somewhere else. So they have yeah, to. Yeah. It's like, if you cut it down a tree, you have to plant right. it somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And they've really done their homework there. So I think the, the best, I think the best um, argument that can be made is the pollution because Johnny, like Riverside County has the worst or if not one of the worst air qualities like in the nation. And wow. the more warehouses that we build or that get built, the more trucks that come and just the worse it gets. Um, it upsets me. It's just like they're almost all of our trails and there's only like four or five down here. They're always in danger. We've got one where they're having meetings right now where they want to extend a turnpike. Florida Turnpike into almost all of that area of one trail here mm. down here. And it's like, give us something. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to constantly build? Like, here, here, here you go. Here you go, two more warrior. You think, you think they, they could fix up abandoned warehouses in the city? Like, why, why do they not? If there's land, we can build on it. It's It drives me nuts. You know this kid? Oh, yeah. Two more warrior? Oh, I love his stuff. He is killing it. I got to meet him uh, last summer at uh, Snow Valley, and I got to ride with him. It was super, super fun day. Ray Marcello, you know him? What's going on, Ray? Um, I don't Ray. know if I know Ray. Ah, I think I just sent you stickers. Did I send you stickers? I sent you stickers. Ray's, Ray's uh, all these. We'll get to your thing, your jump thing. What do you think about this community? I just want to bring this up because all these people are jumping on because they, they obviously love you. No, they love you. They're here to see Mountain Bike Q&A show. I haven't laughed like that in years. Thank <laughs> you. That was great. No, but like you're, you're talking about all these people coming out and helping a brother out when it comes to trail riding. Speak to your, about your community out there. It's, it just seems like it's, a, it's, just, it's another level. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I had no idea how many people around me were writing and, and how many um, people were creating content. Um, and I discovered it because, faithfully, I ran into Mark Hill. Um, that I was out. kid. <laughs> oh. He's the best. He's a magnet of just awesome people. And... Yeah. It was last year's rainy season, and I was out at Sycamore Canyon, and I was just fixing up some jumps that I, I didn't build, but just somebody else's stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was out there with Mession, 
and like they had never been out there before, but the trail dogs group new year's day group ride was like that weekend. And so they wanted to get familiar with the area and they found the only crazy guy who's out there with a shovel while it's raining. And he just said, Hey, you know, we're trying to figure out where to go. And he didn't lead out with, you know, Oh, I have a podcast or anything like that. Just super like chill, humble guy. Just I'm out here with my son. And I said, yeah, let me, let me show you some stuff. And so we, we rode for a little bit, his chain broke and we like cobbled it back together. Like we didn't have the right tools or the, we didn't have a chain link, but we somehow were able to get it to work to get him back to his car. And so he ended up mentioning like at the end of our ride, he said, Hey, um, I'm a Tasco ambassador. He said, let me send you a pair of gloves. And I was like, Oh, that, that'd be awesome. And then he's like, I've got this podcast. And he said, you know, we're out here because the trail dogs are going to be doing this thing. And he's like, you should come. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'll go. I'll join. And I showed up on New Year's Day and it was like over 150 people were there. Wow. And they were all there to ride, you know, the Sycamore Canyon, which, which I ride like all the time. But um, the whole day it was like meeting one after another, after another of people that just were so into the sport like me and like everybody's first or second question was like, Hey, what's your Instagram? I'm like, it's <laughs> an Instagram. <laughs> really? I didn't have at that Instagram. time. You were like, I just ride a bike. Do I need an Instagram? Yeah, what do I need an Instagram for? And so like, that's when I, like my eyes were open that there was this whole community around me that I just, like had no idea about and they were having these group rides and they were, um, you know, creating videos and they were having, they were building these jump lines and having jump jams and all of this cool stuff. And I was just like, okay, I, I have to jump on this bandwagon. And I consciously like didn't jump on the social media wagon when it, when it started up, I was like, eh, I, I can tell that this is going to be a time suck. And I have a, a pretty addictive personality and, mm -hmm. I just consciously said, you know, I'm I'm not going to do Facebook. I'm not going to do Instagram or any of these other things that come along. Um, but that day, that day changed my mind. I it, hit, it hit you in the face. You're like, I kind of need to if I'm going to be a creator. If I want to be. Well, and I did. I wasn't even thinking about creating at the time. I was just thinking about connecting with other mountains. Connecting and getting, getting with them. It's yeah. so, God, I really need to move there. That would be <laughs> awesome. So, okay. So I'm looking over here, blah, blah, blah. blah. Sorry, folks. If I, I skip, I'm just really into this guy that I'm talking to. Um, let's get back to your trail. So how long did it, hold on. You know what? Let's, let's, where, where do we got it? Can we take a look at some of it? Oh yeah. Would um, you mind? If you scroll down a little bit, there's this really cool one that, um, we have some drone footage. Um, Look at this. My, this my alibi came out. Oh, is this? this is, no, this is one that GoPro, you know how GoPro will, will like, their AI will just create a video out of your footage? Yeah. That's what that was. Is this, is this it? This, this is one? part this of the trail, but it's not the one I'm thinking of. I think it's a little bit, it's, it's higher now. I think we've gone too far down. <laughs> it's higher now. <laughs> Is it the one where you throw a ball down it and it shows the flow? Is this it? I think that might be it. 
Yeah, that's it. Drunk. Now, how long is this trail? It's not that long. It's really just a, a connector trail to an existing trail. Like okay. you can take this option and um, <clears throat> skip a big roundabout that's uh, called the Ammo Gully Trail. And this thing just kind of shortcuts it and puts you back onto the Ammo Gully Trail. Now, you say that this isn't very long. I'm watching just that. There's that one with the ditch, and I joked with you I would end up in the ditch. <laughs> you just bury me there. That Just that alone is a lot of work. Like, How long did it take you to get this, this, this trail going? We, we started um, last, I think, end of October, beginning of November last year was like the first time I was out there with a shovel. Wow. And did you start it by yourself or did you grab your kid and said, could you grab that thing of water shovel and could you help your dad do something? Follow me, follow me out here. Yeah. Uh, the Day one was just me. And then day two, um, he was out there with me and we started the the second, the pit jump, the one with the big pit in it. You're the one I'd end up in. He was out there. <laughs> he was out there with me for, for the beginning of that. And that pit was already there, by the way. We didn't. We just made it deeper, but we didn't create that pit. I think it was this video. This no. is the one where. Is that uh, the whale tail that you had? Yeah, Aaron came and he just fixed that thing up, and it's running so good now. What do you most? What what feature? Yeah, I'm I'm so eating so much dirt. I'm going out with concussion, a couple broken fingers, maybe a rib. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what what's your what's your favorite feature i mean you you built it you probably built one for you you know yeah, I, mean? I, I think you know i think it would either be that shark fin or the the jump where you land on the big rock those two are features that i, I just i love how they came out i, I love how um we're able to use the terrain mm -hmm. and and build, you know, build to complement the terrain that's already there. Um, the landing of that shark fin was already like this natural step that was there. So we just kind of dug it out and smoothed it out. And then the one where you jump onto the boulder and the boulder is your landing. Um, that wow. one, you know, was uh, it's some, one of those things wow. where like you envision it. And then when uh -huh. you build it and it just works out kind of like exactly how you wanted it to, it, it's a really cool feeling. Look, look at the craftsmanship. The berms on this thing oh, are that, so tight. And look at that. That's, that's like artwork. <laughs> like, and, but you see all these people helping you out and they're all got their helmets on. So, you know, they're like, well, can we try it now? Are we, are we allowed to try it now? <laughs> yeah it's it's exciting it's exciting to build something and then uh and then to get to write it and when it works oh man it, it's such a cool feeling and do you have a and i'm sure you have a crew of people you'd like to, it's to getting throw bigger. their names out of like huge helpers yes it's getting bigger and bigger and i've had to actually like physically create a list because the day of the ride um, I want to give these guys a huge shout out. I'm working on a reel right now to also um, highlight them and thank them for all the work that they've done. I just, I just could not have done this uh, without them. 
uh, I realize that now, you know, when I, when I first started it thinking, I'm, I'm just going to build this trail, it just would not have happened without the help of all these, all these people. Um, let me, uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, I totally hear you. I'm, I'm trying to see now I'm at the point where I'm like trying to go through the, the comments and look at your Instagram at the same time. Look at that. You, you, now is this, look at this. This is so, and how long is it again? You say uh, it's not long. It's probably a half a mile, quarter mile. Yeah. Quarter mile, maybe quarter mile between quarter mile and half mile. Look at that. But yeah, these guys are the stars. No, stop it. You had, now did you, I, I, I'm in overload. My ADHD is going all over the place now. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to have to remove that real quick. Back to the features and stuff. Um, did you have a plan, a drawing out at first? No. Uh, I had a rough oh, idea in my head of, of like where the trail was going to go. And that was, again, just based on the terrain. Because when you're building a trail, you want to avoid having to go up because you lose all your speed and momentum if yeah. you have to pedal up. And so you kind of let you kind of let the land tell you where the trail needs to go. You know, you, you just follow its meanderings and you follow its, it's down, 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 down. And there is a few, there was one major change that was made because um, when I was looking at it from the very top, I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to go here. We're going to make a turn there, make a turn over there. And then when we actually got there, I realized that there was just a slight um, incline and you were going to lose all your speed there. And so we, I decided to, to cut it and make a, make where the Mora gap is. It's like the biggest gap in the line. That's wow. where we ended up turning the trail because it was more downhill. And so um, you, you, that's what you got to do. You got to just let the, let the terrain tell you where the trail needs to be. Where to go. Yeah. Now it's done. It's close to being done. Come on, man. What's taking you so long? It's like six months later. Well, because we, we keep adding things. Like <laughs> we keep we, adding things. Yeah, it would have been done for like the original idea. Um, but I've got some visionary people and they're like, man, we could do this here. We could do that there. And uh, one of them, like the, the rock, the tabletop jump after the rock, the boulder gap. Uh, um, where is that? that? So that's the boulder yeah, right gap. That's that the Back back up. You you move too quick. What are you making a reel here? Yeah, that's a reel. Yeah, no, I just I just think it's funny. I think everyone just could deal with movies that are sixty seconds long. Right there, it was back yeah. there. That one, and then the one that that is jumped right after. So let's if it'll go back around. It'll go back around. It'll go back around. There's so much. Oh, here it is. Boom. That one, and then this one. There is a jump now in between those two jumps. That's a big, huge tabletop where we dug down into the ground about three feet and took all that dirt and just put it up on top and built this big tabletop jump out of it. And that was Jake's idea. Oh, that's um, not it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going nuts on your. Okay, right here. You Which see right, right next to my daughter. You this see one? That, that? Yeah, that big old pit that we, uh, that trench that we dug. It'll get to it. That right there. Yeah. All that, we dug that out. 
And I'm muy impressivoed. I am too. With you know, I had a you were there with the trail. I had the trail builder from down here. Who was that? Uh, Amelia Antonio. And he was a trail builder at Amelia here. Yes, yes, yes. And he he's is. got he's got front loaders or whatever. And you're how long does it take to get from your house to this trail to carry water and shovels and and what have you? It takes me about uh, 15 minutes on my bike. Yeah, okay, never mind, man. I feel sorry for you, but never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really close. Uh, but, you know, hauling 10 gallons of water is, is still. Yeah. And you had a little thing attached to the back of your bike. And yep. what dedication. What. I, I dislike you more and more and more I talk to you because you, you're one of those people that do. Oh, oh what? I mean, I love you, and I think you're a great person, and I'm glad to have met you, and and I think you're doing great work. This is this is Amelia. She's our youngest. Amelia. Yeah, Amelia. You say hi. How you hi. Thanks for letting me talk to your dad. <laughs> Would you come tell him it's dinner time? No, it's probably probably bath time, right? You got to go take a bath soon. That's right. I have to take a bath. My wife says I stink. Okay. Go take a bath. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's my wife. You know, and I always say that I'm kidding, honey. I love you dearly. <laughs> exactly. Kudos on the energy. Oh, hi, The entire day in bed. Yeah, we spent the. I don't know. Have you done this since you've built this trail? My wife and I decided to do nothing one day. Oh, sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> you can play that game. There we go. Let's in the dark. Um, we spent the entire day uh, Saturday in bed. I didn't oh, get out. Till, we didn't get out of bed till six p.m. That sounds awesome. You need everyone, and this is this isn't about your trails. This isn't about riding bike, folks. If you're in the comment section, do that. Take a day for you and rest. It's yeah. so amazing. Those days are few and far between for April do it, right now. Do it right now, gosh darn it. Air Blair, oh, we get excited about this. Okay. Stickers are – my wife and her sticker question. Do you have stickers? I do. I have some stickers, yeah. Okay, because my wife just thinks it's funny because I've got a, a drawer. There's some right there. Full of stickers, and I'm going to want one of yours. Um, I, I'm, I'm – creating i'm gonna create something here i'm gonna be like you and and build something awesome some kind of backdrop and post everyone's stickers um what is has anyone what's your reaction from the people that have ridden your trail so far um those that have ridden it i've i've gotten some good feedback um there's some people that uh will move some sandbags from time to time, maybe ride it when they're not supposed to, but. Oh, really? Like you've had it blocked off right now for. Yeah. Yeah. We, we blocked portions of it off that we're still working on. Um, it's really tough when you build a jump and it's still, it hasn't really settled and it hasn't dried. So it hasn't hardened. And if, if you go at it, you're going to, you know, create ruts and kind of destroy the jump and the feature. And so we'll put uh, blocks in the way. And if yeah. you're if you're a mountain biker and you're kind of in the community, you know what that means. You know not to, yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, people others... want to respect the fact that you created this and it's not ready. Don't don't tread on it yet. Yeah, still settling. Have you had to go fix anything? Oh yeah, yeah. We've had to fix things um, a few times actually. There was uh, one of the days like it wasn't even a mountain bike. You could tell it it was like moto um, or maybe like a one of those electric um like motorcycles that you see people ride surons uh -huh. i think they call them yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could tell it, it was just like this big fat tread that just went right off the jump and uh we had to that's kind of anger you a little bit it does but you know what i i get it to a point i i rode for four years before i ever picked up a shovel before i even thought about picking up a shovel and contributing and i would see things and i'd be like man that looks cool and um, I was like, oh, somebody accidentally left the sandbag in the way. Let me just move this so I can hit this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you learn to appreciate other people's work when, when you get out and build. That's why like, I, I'm a huge proponent of getting out there and getting involved now just because I know what it's done to me and I know like, um, how much I appreciate a trail. Like When I see a trail now, I just can imagine the amount of work that's gone into it and um, you just have kind of a different respect for the trail and, and a, a profound like um, gratitude for those that went out there and created this thing. And you don't even have to know how to dig. Like that's what's so cool about like all the guys that have come out. There's a few of them that kind of knew what they were doing, but a lot of them were like, Hey man, I want to help. I don't know what I'm doing, but like you tell me where to put dirt and I'll put it there. And like, they would just come out, you know, and it was so cool to see that. And you don't need to know how to build a trail. You just need to be willing to, to work and you figure it out as you go. So, God, man, it's just, and when you look at it, when you sit back and you see it from a distance, is there something in you go, you know, you seem like a humble guy, but you're like. Not for me. For for the guys no. that are out there helping me, because no, shut the front door. You came up with it. I didn't come up with every feature, though. It, it really uh, has been a collaboration. Like I, I came uh, up with the the first maybe two jumps, and then since then, people have been out pretty consistently, and we just talk about it when we're out there. We're looking at the land, and we're looking at, um, like we've we've done a lot of retweaking because I didn't start testing it till we were pretty deep into it. Mm -hmm. And then we started writing it and we're like, Ooh, that, that doesn't flow well. And we got to change this. And like that huge trench that you see in those videos, yeah. right before the tabletop, like that was built because we were going off the jump and landing on that boulder. And we were kind of going in a different direction than you wanted to go for the next jump. And so we're like, okay, how do we fix this? And, um, you know, people started talking about creating this big old berm where you can land really deep and, and then just take that berm and it'll make you turn the way you want to go. And I was thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, like that, that's a huge project. And I don't know if we can get it done in time. And and these guys were like, no, we could do it. And we just got to work. And so it, it's cool. Like you asked me, you know, what is what does it feel like? And it does feel really great. Like now when you, when I stand up at the top. And I see all the features um, and I hear like people will show up and, and they'll ask if they can hit some stuff while we're working on it and they'll hit it and like, they'll just be super excited about it. And that's just the best, you know? Um, 
it's cool to be able to write it yourself too. But when others come and write it and, and you can just hear it in their, in their voice and in their squeals. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, we, we nailed it. So yeah. that's really cool. What's the trail's name now? I'm glad you asked. That's actually, um, is that up in the air? It's going to be a big part of the group ride that day. Um, I don't know if you saw the reel that I did a little while ago about all of the prizes that are up for grabs that day. Um, Liat, one of the channel supporters, like, yes, right here. They, oh, man, they blew me away with um, what they sent. I reached out to them and told them what I was doing. I uh, kind of introduced myself because they've been a supporter of the channel, but I did uh -huh. it through .com, So I'd never actually interacted with anybody from Liat before. And so I kind of introduced myself. I said, hey, you, you guys have been supporting me. I'm doing this thing um, and I want to do a giveaway. Would you guys be willing to, to send something? And Johnny, I thought like I thought I was going to get a hat or like some gloves or something. They sent me two boxes full of what? mountain bike shoes, goggles, helmets, jerseys, um, just like all this cool stuff that I, I'm like, super jealous that you know i want to keep this stuff you're like they I want to send me one not two <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like and then eva another uh, mountain bike group out here i reached out to them they're going to donate a bunch of stuff and um we've got uh like a lot of giveaways so what we're going to do that day is if you show up on march 18th it's a saturday it's just a couple weeks away now a few weeks away um and just Come out, ride the trail, check it out. If you don't want to jump it, that's fine. Just just check out the trail, ride some other stuff, mm -hmm. and then submit a name that uh, that you think it should be called. And then you'll get a raffle ticket uh, when you submit a name. And then we're wow. going to do a raffle later that day, and we'll give away all this cool stuff. And then me and the builders, we're going to compile all the names that we got, and we're going to you know kind of vote on that, pick like the top five or top three names, and then that's going to go back out to Instagram as a poll and i'm just going to let the instagram community choose the name of the trail whatever gets the most votes that's what it'll be called wow yeah that's cool. fun that's a fun little way of and you've got your prizes and hook it hook it's kind of neat it's so cool I've, i so have cool. yet to like sign off on anything but if you, you you're a creator go to hook it yeah absolutely um that's another thing that you know mark hill he he did a video about that yeah that's how uh, i got it he mentioned how a lot of people you know uh, and johnny one of the one of the biggest i guess drivers of all of this like the instagram and, and the youtube other than the social aspect like this is expensive stuff and like the more stuff i can get for free or yeah. the more discounts i can get the better so um, getting people to support you in any way uh, is just anything helps. So um, yeah, it gets, you know what, this kind of stuff, it gets people, you know, excited about it too, knowing that they'll get a little something maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But um, so how has the hold on, air Blair? Air Blair. See the boulder. Can you show us the boulder segment? Which one was that? Was There's a couple one? of clips that have. No, that's just <laughs> that funny dancing. 
That's how you pack the dirt. Um, was it this one? I think that one will show it, yeah. This is so good. The drone. Who's working the drone? Uh, that was Art is My Alibi, Jerry. Um, we're going to have another drone pilot that day. Um, that's kind of the... the. Uh... There's my death. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Bam. That's I mean, cool. Just a natural... It was just a natural landing. And see, that is another example. Like I was going to build a berm way before that boulder, and we weren't even going to touch that boulder. And my buddy Sergio, he's like, he sent me a message one day. He had been out there digging. Um, oh, that's the other thing, Johnny. Like these guys will just message me, and they'll be like, hey, I've got some time. Uh, I want to go dig. What do you want me to do? Like I'm not even out there, and they're like out there, and they're just like, tell me what to do. So – Several of the guys have done that. Um, so he went out there and he sent me a message. He's like, man, there's this boulder out here. He's like, I just think we can incorporate this into the trail somehow. Yeah. And so the next time I was out there, I was scouting. I was like, okay, what, what rock is, cause there's a lot of rocks out there. And uh, I'm like, what is he talking about? And I just saw this slab that was just this natural landing. And I was just like, oh man, like, I can't believe I didn't see that before. You know, it's just begging for a lip to be built in front of it so yeah. that you can land on it. And, and then uh, that's one of those features where you picture it in your mind and you build it and it kind of works out just like how you imagined it. You know, we, we, we've added like the big berm on the side so that if you go deep, you can still hit it and it sends you in the right direction, but it just works. And I, and it was scary. Like when we were testing that out, <laughs> scared it was a little scary and i didn't do it first my my buddy adam stout the guy that i, I told you he's like really really good rides with the pros um he was out there one day and my other buddy matt who's also really good friends with him um adam hadn't arrived that morning yet and we were like it was ready to be tested and he's like yeah you should just have adam hit it <laughs> and i'm like yeah yeah let's have adam hit it let's have him hit it first and he did it and he made it he made it look like it was nothing and I was like, oh man, now I got to try it. And so we, I just followed him in. He towed me in. I followed his speed and uh, went off the jump and it landed so smoothly. And I was just like, oh, felt so good. It felt so good. So there's this, where's the one when you, I, I got to go back. I guess I got to go back. <laughs> I still want to play this one. <laughs> <laughs> that lady cracks me up seeing it. Um, is this? I used to build low rider bicycles. Really? Yeah. When I lived in LA, I got I got caught. I got stung by the bug of low riders. I think those things look so cool, but they just seem so impractical as a bike. Nothing but impractical. They're just completely ridiculous. <laughs> Where's the one where you first try it? Uh, the rock? No, where you first try your first. Look at that head of hair, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. <laughs> it's gone. Where you first. It was like one of your first. When I'm testing the. Yeah, like your the first pit, test. Pit jump? Yeah, the pit jump. Uh, yeah, that's further down still. Oh, really? It's also in a YouTube video, but. Maybe um, that's where I. 
It's got to be pretty neat. I know you don't want to do this because it was a lot, but it's it's got to be pretty neat to to sit back and 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 go. I, I came up with this idea, now it's come to fruition, and um, now you've got this ride. What's the turnout looking like for it? You know, it, it it's it's looking like it's going to be a good turnout, but you never really know until the day of. Um, it's kind of got me losing sleep a little bit. Like, wow. Um, just because it could be very, very big. And I'm starting to wonder like if I've, uh, kind of created a monster type of situation. Yeah. Um, my biggest fear, like, and it keeps me up at night is that like somebody comes out and gets hurt that day. Like I, I really started to worry about that. And I've started to think about like, should I have somebody with medical experience out there? Should I like notify the fire department that we're going to be out there March 18th? Like, yeah. Somebody goes down so they know where we are. Um, I just hope like that day, obviously we're going to have like a, a little intro. I want to, I want to say some things. I want to thank some people. And I just want to remind people like, look, please, please know your limitations. And if you're not feeling it, don't hit it. I, I just don't want to see anybody get hurt. I just want to have people to have fun. Good and, time. Um, and so far, like everything there is, it, you know, if you're, if you like jumping and, you, and you're used to jumping, it's nothing like crazy big or, um, or like, you know, I guess the, the rock is the biggest danger. Maybe like if you were to, fall on top hit of it wrong yeah and hit it wrong but honestly it's one of the smoothest features like if you just have you don't even need that much speed um it's very smooth but it's intimidating because it's got a bunch of sharp rocks and mm -hmm. uh, you have to land on a rock and so that that makes it scary but um we have really done our our best to make it flow and to be able to hit things at trail speed so you don't have to like pedal pedal your heart out you know the the gap after the tabletop was kind of like that. And the features that have gone in since then have been there, have been put there to help with the speed as well. So that you're coming off of something and you're, you're already, you've already got some speed. You're already getting, going you're, you're, each jump works off the momentum of the last one. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. man. Tumor Warrior says make waivers. See, like, yeah, should, should I like, should I make a waiver? I don't. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's kind of, Public property. I don't know if you're liable. Well, you know, I'm the one putting this together. You built a trail with shovels. She's like me. She just dig a hole in the backyard, and I'm winded. She's winded. Fun. <laughs> you're building trails. It's Bro. just. It's it's admirable that you came up and and you wanted to give back to the community. It's been a lot of fun. You wanted to, and you brought your family into it too. I'm sure. What was that like creating uh, something like this with your kid? Oh, it was fun. And the girls have been out there too. Um, I mean, all, all the girls have been out there at least once or twice. And they, uh, they, you know, they kind of will whine when I'm like, okay, mommy's going to be, you know, doing this thing. You guys all got to come with me to dig. And they're just like, yeah, I don't want to go dig. But then, you know, you get them out there. And they're just like having a blast. It's so, kids in dirt. Yeah, kids in dirt. They don't know it, but they love it. They don't know it till they're there. That's uh, amazing. And that has that been a source of uh, 
some happiness to be able to share this with your kids and to, to, to have them be a part of the build with you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, they're, they're in these reels and those reels will be up forever. Uh, at, at least as, as long as, uh, Instagram is around. Um, one of the things about the YouTube channel, like when nobody was watching, right? No, what? I don't have a, a huge following anyway, but early, early on when it was like just crickets, yeah. um, I told myself like, look, this is kind of like a photo journal for me, like a video journal. Like I don't, I'm not that good at documenting my life. And yeah. I think it's so valuable to leave something behind for your kids and for your grandkids to, for them to know who you were. And I found this medium that I love doing. I have fun doing it. And, you know, what better way than a picture? You know, they say a picture is worth a, a thousand words. Now there's these videos that are going to be there forever. And when forever. I'm old and decrepit and can't even think about riding a bike anymore, yeah. they'll always be there. And, and the kids are in there and we're doing it uh, together. And so yeah, I think YouTube's going to be around for a minute. I think so. There's something about this YouTube thing. That's what a lot of people, it's funny that you mentioned that a lot of people that I've talked to have said they first started doing YouTube just to document and to have a place to put it. Yeah. Cause it's not like YouTube's going anywhere. It's yeah. kind of part of our lives now. Yeah. And we, we, we have another channel, like a, just our family channel where we put like our vacations and stuff. And you know, the kids now we've been doing that for a few years now. And they'll go back and they'll watch themselves like when they were smaller and their voices were a little squeakier and they just get a kick out of it. That's so. cute. You got a family channel. Hey, I keep forgetting. It's too late now. Just hit the like button, folks. <laughs> just, if you could, just hit the like button. It makes me feel good inside. If you're not a, a subscriber, subscribe to me. And then when we're done, <laughs> go subscribe to this guy, especially this guy. Forget me. Subscribe to this kid. No, everybody's the one making life things right happen. Now. He's the one building the trails that we're riding, and and that's it's just it still blows me away. Like you love this sport so much that you were like, I'm gonna, I need to get a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to I wanted to build something cool at Sycamore. Like I wanted to put Sycamore on the map. You know, I was I found myself traveling like an hour of my riding time, I'd have to get in the car, put the bike on the truck. I'd have to drive out to Vail or drive out to Greer or drive up to, you know, up to the mountains, to the bike parks. And you spend like two hours just driving, getting to the spot and getting back. And I'm like, that's two hours I could be riding. And yeah. if I could just build something here that's cool and that I want to ride, then I don't have to, I can, I can ride those two hours instead of, just driving somewhere. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel about right. Like I have a, a a park eight miles, and then there's another one that's like half an hour. But when you take into consideration, and there's one even further, a couple even further, and they're like, "Why don't you ride there?" And I'm like, "It's over an hour, so that's two hours just drive time." Yep. And you got to stand. You got to you got to talk to your buddy at the parking lot <laughs> another half hour because you haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, and then there's the riding, and then there's the you know it's, it 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 becomes a day. Yeah. So if anyone knows where I'm at, I'm usually at Virginia Key. It's eight miles from my house. Oh, that's boom. You know what I mean? It's I mean, it's not 
backyard like yours. Yeah, no, it's, it's a big factor, you know? Um, and especially with, like I said, my wife's so supportive. Um, but sometimes I feel like I'm taking like a little more than I should, you know, when I'm gone four or five hours and that she's back here with all four kids and, uh, it, it's hard. Well, maybe you should have thought about the four kids before you got on a bike. (laughs) 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 Honey, let's, let's one and then I'll get on a bike and we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if there's time for another. No, it's, uh, it's what I'm still, God, you're just in, now you're starting, like I was so looking forward to interviewing you and talking to you and chatting, not interviewing, chatting with you and meeting you. Now you just you've upset me. I've upset you because you just you've you've gone above and beyond. Now for people who are watching or want to watch and or want to go that don't know everything so far, what can we those people who are coming here expect? So they can expect a really fun day of riding a brand new trail that. Uh, has only been ridden by a handful of people. We're going to have um, a raffle to win some very, very cool prizes from Liat, uh, from EVS, from Jensen USA. Um, we're going to have Spoke X wheels out there. So you can you can slap on a pair of custom wheels from Spoke X, like the ones that I got on my Jeffsy not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And you could try them out on the trails out at Sycamore Canyon. Um <sighs> And oh, I, I forgot about this. Like Farmer Boys, Farmer Boys is on board and they're supporting the ride. So like that morning, Farmer uh, Boys, folks. Yeah, Farmer Boys. If you go, um, there's <laughs> one right across the street on Alessandro. For those that know this area, um, on Alessandro, there's a Farmer Boys there. And if you just roll in there with your mountain bike gear that day and just say, "Hey, I'm here for the Venicava group ride," you'll get 10% off of your order. So. I don't. I don't think you guys have Farmer Boys out in Florida, right? No, you talking Farmer Boys? I'm like, Farmer Boys. They're like this farm fresh hamburgers, breakfast burritos, salads. Like, it's I want just a breakfast burrito. Delicious stuff. It's amazing stuff. And so I reached out to them, and they they're offering a ten percent to you know anybody who comes to the ride that day. So there's going to be food. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be you know an awesome trail. Um, a bunch of uh, YouTubers ah. and 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 writers you get to ride with the builders like all the guys and gals that came out to help that day my, my lovely wife will be out there she won't be riding but she'll be helping out with the raffle um so you'll get to you'll get to meet and ride with with the builders of the trail as well so it's just going to be a cool mountain bike um experience see you should be doing this this is how hard i'm about this is because i'm dumb but <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited? Are you excited for that? I know you said you've got a lot going up there and sleepless thoughts, but you just listed off a fun freaking afternoon. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I hope that together. Me and, and other I'm people. Trying to blow sunshine up your butt, man. Just take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard for me to do that. But, um, you know, I I want to have fun that day, but I know myself and I'm going to be so concerned about everything you know going the way i hope it does everybody's having a good time and um 
I hope that I can relax and just enjoy the day. I, I'm kind of like mentally preparing for that to make sure that, you know, I'm able to just have fun, just be a mountain biker that day. Yeah. Are you going to ride or are you going to be too up here? I don't know. Like, I hope I can ride. My bike will be out there. And I definitely want to um, have like an initial walkthrough with people so that they can mm -hmm. see the features and they can size them up and they can decide what they want to hit or not. And then um, I, I want to be able to tow people in. Uh, there'll be plenty of experienced riders there that, that will be able to run this trail no problem. I, I, I know that for sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if somebody wants me to tow them in, I, I definitely want to ride with them. So hopefully I can relax enough and be like present enough uh, to ride and, and have fun and not get hurt. I'm excited for you, man. This is it's it's like you you create you molded this little thing this little baby thing and then now you're gonna present it <laughs> and it's just I'm I'm so excited for you it's I wish I could be there I'm not that would be so cool I gotta I, I, I do want to plan a trip out there but I've I've got something I got to do this weekend are you going to Sedona I wish I I've gone to Sedona once I did it the year that. I think the first year that COVID hit, they couldn't do it in their normal scheduling, mm -hmm. uh, like around this time of the year. So they had it in November. Um, and I ended up going with two of my buddies there. Hey, Mama, you took your bath? Look at this. <laughs> Look at those pretty little things on your head. She got Aren't you cute? You got to go get a sweater, Mama, and get some socks and stuff on. Yeah, because you guys are cold right now. It's pretty cold. Like for us Californians, this is this is pretty bad. It's yeah. like in, it's getting like below 50 and we're freezing. I know yeah, that there's people out there that probably think we're a bunch of wusses, but it's cold yeah, for us. It, it gets 60 here and we're, we're in long pants and sweaters. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but, I'm so excited for you. Um, I, you got family coming in and out. I, I know you got family. You got probably missed your dinner. <laughs> um, but it's, it's March 18th. It's March 18th, Saturday, March 18th. I can't 8 believe it. Um, you know what? Even if I was there, I'd be sleeping in the hotel room. <laughs> 8 a.m. How long did you go on till? Uh, I haven't really set an end time. It's just whenever, you know, when everyone's open, yeah. done and just like exhausted from, you Can know. You, are you able to show like the stuff off of Instagram with sound? Yes. Can we show Jeff Croom's video, promo video that he did? It's just, it's so cool. Where's that? It's like, it's like the, uh, the video version of, of Adam's uh, flyer, like in terms of just how good it came out. It's right here. It says Saturday, March 18th. Oh, Saturday, March 18th. Look at this thing. Oh, that was good. Catch on the next one. <laughs> oh, no, these are goosebumps, folks. Let's watch all of them. <laughs> Isn't that Catch awesome? on the next one. Catch on the oh. next one. Jeff Kroom, an, another guy that I just, I, I reached out to him and said, hey, this was like early, early on. 
when I thought I want to have this, like the trail exceeded my expectations, right? Once, once everybody got involved and it just became this, this cool thing that like, there's nothing like that at Sycamore Canyon. There's nothing like this trail. It's like very well manicured jumps and everything is flowy. And so I started thinking, man, this trail deserves like a big trail debut. We can't just like build it and then just let, you know, people figure it out on their own. We had to do something. Like I, I just knew we had to do something. And so I started thinking about, you know, okay, how do we promote this thing? Like we need to make a cool video to put the word out there. We need to get a cool flyer. We need to get some people involved that, you know, some big hitters that people recognize to, to bring people to the table. And um, I met Jeff Kroom at uh, Sky Park uh, probably about two or three years ago. And he recognized me and I was so flattered by that, that he knew who I was. Yeah. And um, we ended up doing catching a ride down arrow, I believe it was. And he was behind me. He caught some video and then he made this cool little reel um, like featuring me. And I was blown away by like his ability to, to create something that was just so high energy and so cool looking, you know? Yeah. And when I thought about making a promo video, like I, I just immediately thought of Jeff. And so I called him up and I was like, Hey, this is, this is what I'm thinking. This is my idea. Would you be willing to help? And he was just like, absolutely brother, let's do this. Like send me your footage, give me a rough idea of what, what you're thinking. And, um, sa similar thing, like with Adam, I just kind of said, okay, this is kind of what I have in my head. Here's some footage, take it away. And he's like, all right. And he came back a couple of days later and he's like, all right, here's what I got. I hope you like it. And man, I, I was like you, like I was watching this thing and like my, the hairs on my neck were just. Yeah, it's tight. It's exciting. It's so cool. It's it just, the, well, you're, you talked about like Adam, Adam, again, everyone, Adam Mock created everything, my new logo and all this. And he sent it to me and you, my wife was like, what if you didn't like it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. It's like your that, that trailer for your. I mean, this thing is so goosebumpy. Yeah. Let's play one more time. Yeah, Love the ending. Catch on the next one. Oh, I love that part. Catch you on the next one. Yeah, like it's those little things that you know he just he just knows what what works, what's cool. Dude, I wish you nothing but great joy and happiness watching everyone ride your your trail this week or not this weekend. March 18th, 8 a.m. Sycamore Canyon. I think it should just be called the Venacava, 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 Venacava. I know, but is the other name the Venacava? Yeah, the, I think Vinacava, the, the medical yeah. term is the Venacava. The Venacava. Nevertheless, dude, I can't thank you enough. I'm gonna let you get back to your family, but this has been a great honor and pleasure meeting you finally and and getting your story out. Dude, I, I feel the same way, Johnny. You've given me and this trail a platform, and I've been watching your stuff since 
very early on, and I've just been like a That's huge supporter of the Johnny U Mountain Bike Q&A show. I, I <sighs> love just your, your quirkiness. You're a great interviewer. Yeah, <laughs> you could. You love the Stop sport. This man. is your. This is your moment. Don't say things about me. It's all about mountain bike Q and A. Everybody, subscribe and like right now. This guy. No. This guy is doing big things. Wait a minute, that one right there. This guy. <laughs> this guy can never. I will never get that right. It doesn't matter how long. No, I really appreciate your support, but I, I really, I, I wish nothing but great things for you, especially you. your YouTube. I know it takes a lot. We were talking about that earlier, folks. YouTube isn't like, if you're thinking about getting into YouTube and you're like, oh, pff, I'll throw up some videos. I'll, I'll start I'll start monetizing right away. <laughs> folks, not everyone is back here like Wolf Tick. I got to check out this Wolf Tick. I'm oh, a huge Wolf Tick fan here. Huge Wolf Tick fan. Okay. Um, they do budget bikes. Oh, okay. Kind of like uh, stuff like that, but they're, that they're a father Sandy's? and son. Chicken Sandy's does budget too, doesn't he? Yeah, Chicken Sandy's does budget. A huge, I uh, love me some, don't love me some uh, Joshua. Holy okay, cow, so we've got New Zealand in the house. What's up, MTV nerds? <laughs> uh, a little late, but uh, thanks, man. Appreciate you staying up till tomorrow to watch it. Yeah, that's crazy. MTV See? Nick, always a great support. Go to your family, dude. Yes. Get out of here. We gotta we gotta go take care of uh get the kids to bed. They got school tomorrow. Tomorrow's my day off, so I get to go dig. I don't even know what you do. Um, I've totally skipped over that because I wanted to get to your trail. Thank you. Big fan, always will be. I owe you everything. Thank you. I'm a huge supporter. What was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? Trail derailed or a train derailed. I was going to say something to you. Darn it. I'll think of it later. Good night and good luck. No, I don't care about your luck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do appreciate your support. Uh, and I've seen you in the chats and stuff like that. It's been great. Um, you, oh, it was right there. It was so important too. What I did for work? No, no. It was something else that I was going to say to you, I think I was going to tell you where the pot of gold was buried. Now I can't remember. <laughs> Everyone cliffhanger, hit a like and subscribe here. If you guys like, and want to subscribe to me, but you definitely, definitely want to subscribe oh, to him. Did it right this time. Go to him, hit like, and subscribe. Venicava MTV. Dude, I wish you nothing but great success. And I hope March 18th is everything you've ever wanted it to be. Thank you. Thank you so much, Johnny. This was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I was I was like vibrating with anticipation for this to get started. And uh, again, you're an awesome interviewer. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a platform, getting the word out. And uh, it's going to be fun. I wish you could come. It would be so fun to have you here. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what thank you. Train to real. Oh, my gosh. You got to get your kids to showers and baths and stuff like that. Um, We're going to do a ride. We're going to do a Johnny U ride one day. Yeah, let's do I it. I got to. I think my wife would be into just letting us go out there. And, and we're going to have to do Sky Park, though. Hey, I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a season pass holder. So you let me know when. I've got another person in then. Sweet. Thanks, Karen. Thank you so much.
folks, you know the tagline. It's right there. If you can, go get your bikes dirty, folks. Thanks a lot, Elias. All right. Thank you, Johnny. It's good All to right. meet you.